What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Why did you turn off Z Jazz music? Because you asked me to. Because we're recording. I'm. I just can't do it. It's too distracting. Well, also, it's this is rotated into more calm music too. Was actually it's very kind of peppy jazz music, before. which is also super distracting. It is. And then it rolls into the slow stuff, and I'm just like, I'm already tired. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had a double shot of espresso. Uh, now it's been a couple hours. Now we've been yeah. blabbing here. Mm-hmm. Should have the mics on the entire time. We should have done. We should have done, and I could have been at home. Right. Watching Blonde. So this is... I, uh, I really, I, it's been out for five days. I've wanted to watch this new Marilyn Monroe oh, movie because there's my, so much shit surrounding it. I just really wanted to... I'm like... My stepmother called me and says... I, you know, She was kind of a Marilyn Monroe... I mean, that was her vintage. Yeah, of course. You know, this, yeah, yeah. It's before my vintage. Was she like the glossy-eyed Marilyn Monroe fan or does she really understand how not great... Marilyn Monroe no, she, was. No, she, she, ha- she knew she, the darker side. Okay, good. But she, a lot of people, she really I shouldn't knows. Say, it's not that she was not great. I don't want people to take me the wrong way. She wasn't this glamorous icon that... She, some. I I remember reading one of the most dumbass things I've ever heard. is like Marilyn Monroe was basically uh, Princess Diana, but in the 50s and early 60s. And I'm just like... Not really. That is not fucking true. Right. And then, don't... don't, don't who, just who, because who, it who comes up with this nonsense? I don't know. BuzzFeed writers, I oh think. Oh, my God. That one's for you, Trace. People that just have to be listened to or yeah. read? Yeah. Because they get no attention when they were children? I always I love know. it when like the middle-aged women on Facebook quote Marilyn Monroe. They're like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <sighs> First off, I don't think Marilyn Monroe ever said anything that poetic, ever. I don't. But uh, also, no, I don't care. So like, my step, if I'm your not, worst is really bad, your best is probably not that great either. Sorry, honey. I, Go Maybe keep posting minion memes and we'll stop paying attention to you. I'm not necessarily, a, I'm not a non-fan of Marilyn Monroe, but I'm not a fan of Marilyn Monroe I, at all. I, I could, I'm totally neutral on Marilyn Monroe. I know that the the like three or four movies of hers that I've seen, she did a great job. She's a good actress. She, she had di- she had dynamic range. She could do yes. she could do the sad, she could do the happy, she could do the like the kind of trampy harlot type, but she could also be really demure like she had a whole wide range. Mm-hmm. And I actually like her singing voice because it's like that it's not a lot of sing- the the lounge style singers back then were like a little too over the top. I got you. She and was she more was very, sultry, very sultry. Just yes. sing, like like just one of those beautiful women who can sing like good enough to sing in a lounge, but right. because they're attractive and famous, we're going to listen to them more. That's just the way that works. Sure. Gwen Stefani is not that great of a vocalist. She doesn't have that much of a range. Do I love Gwen Stefani? And no doubt, a thousand percent. Sure. But the fact that she's attractive. And she was a woman standing out in her field um, at the time because you didn't have a lot of female-fronted punk rock or ska bands yeah, at all. Yeah, she was kind of it. Kind of it. And she was a huge fucking trendsetter because overnight, yeah. every girl I was going to high school with dressed just like her. Like, you think that they were born and raised in fucking Anaheim. Right. And it, it was funny. But anyway, so my stepmother warned my, yeah, she yeah, warned so me, step but she goes, she goes, ah, she, I, I, I think... My stepmother is doesn't really want to be brought down at this point in her life. That's tough. Yeah. So she's like kind of warned me about it. She goes, "Yeah, you might want to." I said, "Well, I don't know if I was going to watch it or not. I know it was out." She goes, "I don't know. I would just, I would avoid it if you don't want to be all bummed out and darkened." 
I okay, well, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. I I, I understand that. And some people just like I'm not a big horror movie fan. I don't like to be. I don't like jump scares. I just don't. I don't fucking like that kind of shit. Right. But I understand why people like them. I do. Right. I absolutely get it. So, so is this kind goes, of a, this, like, this is going to be this is a dark side of Marilyn Monroe kind of thing. It's not the dark is? side. It's just the whole story. Yeah. That's the that's the idea. And I think the best part about it, I mean, she went downhill after she stopped building drones for World War Two fighter <laughs> practice. Jesus. She she was discovered that. You no, know I, that? yeah, I do. Yeah, I wonder if this cover does this cover this? I, to I talk I, about that. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. If We've it doesn't here. cover that, then I'm going to. You had two this. shots of espresso, and we would have recorded three hours ago <laughs> if it weren't for that. So I haven't been able to watch the goddamn movie yet, Paul. Uh, tell me if it talks about her being an no. assembly plant. If it doesn't, no, no, you have Netflix. Please watch it yourself. I'm going to pan I'm, this I'm, whole thing. I'm not okay. Within the first ten or twenty minutes, she's going to talk about that. And if it doesn't go into it, it's like fuck this thing. It doesn't talk about what she did for World War II. You know, making these drone air, aircraft. People like drones, like that odd make. No, it's not the same thing. That's what, uh, not what they were back then. Do you know, Hedy Lamar did way more for for. True. Okay, let's just go down. Do you want to go down that road? No, I don't, because I know what you were saying with the with the with the with the Wi-Fi. Almost she, like the, she invented frequency hopping. Yes, That's why we can yes. have. But they say that's one of the main reasons we we're able to win the World War Two. Right. Yeah. But it obviously. But I get it with Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe I understand what you're saying. It could have been anywhere, you know. But someone, I guess, saw it, and she looked really different, by the way. And very that, different. There's a picture of her assembling this aircraft. Yep. Yeah. And it does not. I know like, what picture you're talking. I know exactly. Oh, the what only one taken of her, probably. probably. Maybe. But you look at it and you go, "That's Marilyn Monroe." Yeah. Right. So there's that. I also like that she was a. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, Trashy with the Kennedys. Wow, no. Oh. I don't find that as a redeeming quality. Okay. It's usually a... The Kennedys did. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happened to them. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, God. <laughs> well, and then Ted Kennedy was shot. <laughs> and, and Ted Kennedy murdered that lady, remember? Well, he didn't... Well, he, he kind really, of. He yeah. didn't really... I wouldn't say he murdered her. He was drunk and driving and drove it off in the He fucking, was an Irishman in Massachusetts area, drunk driving on a bridge. I'm, With no guardrails. I'm sure that's never happened before, ever. Th- this should be a, this should be a, an electronic game, video game. Okay, <laughs> we should be driving. No, it would be like a like a game of Clue, but like Massachusetts Clue. <laughs> right. Like, okay, so he's he's Irish. Oh, okay, uh, Kennedy got it. There's like a thousand of them. Okay, it's and like two a.m. So Ted Kennedy at two a.m. drunk, off drunk off the bridge. How did you murder that lady? <laughs> That's it. I got it. In fact, you ought to be able to only play it like like a coin operated, but you have to blow into it to prove that you're <laughs> over a certain. You have to blow a certain alcohol level. It's like Kennedy before it allows you to play. In order to play Kennedy Monopoly, you have to blow like a point one zero or above. <laughs> and and you and and everybody gets a car. It's the it's all the race car. And, and there's some kind of a software package where. <laughs> <laughs> There's a software package that uh, that uh, that uh, that detects how strong your Massachusetts accent is. Oh like, God! You have to like say something. In I am not the son of a bootlegger. They're like <laughs> Bing, 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 Bing. You get the race car. <laughs> I call Ted Kennedy. We got this. <laughs> we've got this figured out. You got this figured out. We can out. make ten dollars. <laughs> we could make at least ten dollars. Anyway, I don't know what was. I know that this movie Blonde is based off of a book. It's mm-hmm. like came out about twenty years ago. And I remember when it came out that people were kind of freaking out about it because that's when you, like, there were always whispers that she had an aff- like an affair with with uh, JFK. And whispers. There, was, there, there. Yes, but t- go back twenty some odd years ago, okay. it wasn't talked about 
as much, but that's when that that lay, and that was when everybody found no, out the I existence remember. of the vid, the alleged video that that billionaire owns the the eight millimeter uh, film. Oh, of her blowing President Kennedy, I think is what yeah. it is. Does that exist? Like those things, it does exist. And that guy said he'll never let this let it see the light of day because he loves Marilyn Monroe's uh, legacy too much. Then if he's nervous, he he should just destroy it. It's then. It, well, yeah, it's like a Schrodinger's porno. Right. We, it's sitting in a safe somewhere. Is it or is it? Right. Anyway, I'm interested to see it because of all the uh, hubbub about it. Just like I was interested to see who recorded uh, this. Was it a hidden camera? Did the Kennedys record this? I don't know, man. I wasn't there. Who was the? Who was? You're the, the one who was alive back was then. The I wasn't. Grip? Who was the? Who was the key grip? <laughs> who handled all the sound effects for the Marilyn Monroe sex tape? <laughs> I think it was probably Marilyn. It was Marilyn Monroe going. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there were no. There were no special effects this is required. Gonna be the, this is the final episode. We're getting hashtag terrible. canceled. Hashtag canceled. Who's gonna? Someone's gonna kill us. They're gonna actually come and kill us. Canceled or kill. Well, if you're killed, you're, that's canceled. That's the ultimate cancellation. That's it. Ultimate cancellation. Yeah. Hell, hell no. If an afterlife exists, I'm going to forego that. I'm going to haunt people. All right. Before we go on, let's just quickly talk about what's going on this weekend, really quickly. You know, when you do segues like that, it reminds me of, of, of Howard Stern. Remember oh. in, yeah, not in a good way. Yeah. Remember in private parts when the guy told him, uh, you have to... Uh, you need to make sure you do the uh, weather and uh, the weather and the uh, time. And he just jumped at this right. time at this time, this time, this time, this time, every 15 minutes. And he would, he was like, you know, I had this. Uh, he was telling like a really sad story about his father passing away, which was not true. Mm-hmm. Dad was very much alive. He's like, my dad passed away. And, you know, right before he passed away, he grabbed a hold of my hand and he looked at me tearfully. By the way, it's uh, 12.47 p.m. Uh, it's uh, 77 degrees here in Detroit. Anyway, my dad, uh, and then he just shut his eyes and, and he died. It's uh, 12.48. Like, and he would just, that, that, your segues are that right. bad. Thank you. Yeah, right in the middle of talking about an NC-17 oh, we'll re- related. Oh, can we come back we're to it? We're going to come back to it. We're real fucking good at that, aren't we? All right, first Friday, first of all. First Friday, this Friday, is uh, uh, Leonard Interior is playing at the Cellar Door Wine Bar downtown Kingman, Arizona. Yeah, he was going to be he was gonna be playing what, a couple weeks ago, and then they had those monsoons, and they had to take care of all kinds of wine. Yeah, he, he works for uh, IT. It works does IT for uh, facilities, so uh, those monsoons that knocked out fucking everything right. really fucked some things yeah, up. We had some monsoonal weather today, too, October 3rd. That's so dumb. Yeah. I don't get it. It's... All right, so there's I mean, that. There's I mean, first Friday. Yeah. Then the uh, this weekend is also Kingman Rotary Club's Oktoberfest at big uh, Metcalf Park, where Blackbridge is supplying all the beer. Right. And that's if Friday and Saturday. If you folks are feeling froggy, go on out to Seligman to Lilo's. They're also doing Oktoberfest, and and Meadview, of all places, is going to have Blackbridge beer on tap. Go and say hi to Haley. Wait, long-term is there, is listener. there an Oktoberfest at Meadview also? Yeah, we talked about it uh, when you were on your second cup of espresso. Thank you. So there's, they're having it at three places on the same date in October. It's not they. It's just three separate ones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not a big they, like this conspiracy? It's, it's not, not they, not, them. It's okay. not. This is just, just like three separate entities. And, uh, and a lot of people don't know, and we'll move into this a little bit. You know, Oktoberfest would normally starts in September anyway. It, it, yeah, the reason... We're going to talk about Marilyn I've had, expl- I've had to explain this so many. I know I don't have to explain it to you, but no, we've talked about this, this time of year. I have to explain this sh- shit to people so much. Like, I I think I just won't explain it next year. Why is uh, it not is- September Fest if it only started in September? Because it ends in October. Right. It always ends in October. That's why it's, it's called. Germans like to drink uh, for many days for in a row. two weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so annoying. It's kind of like Easter. I don't remember when. I don't. I don't remember how they d- decide what the dates are for Oktoberfest. I can't remember exactly what it is. Okay. But I know it's kind of like how Easter is, which is really convoluted. The algorithm for Easter. It's a yeah. East, Easter is the with Passover first and then Sunday after the last full moon. Or God damn it! During hold on Passover. It's not, it has nothing to do with Passover. It just occurs <laughs> at the same time. No, it I has know. to do. I don't think it has to do with Passover. I don't know. Let's look it up. No, it's no. Okay, I know this. Just let me get through it, Espresso Boy. Okay, uh, it's the f- first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. That's Easter. That's Easter, which is why sometimes Easter falls late April. Like Somebody it was. I was May. born on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. April 26th, and uh, it sometimes is in March. It just kind of depends on the lunar cycle versus the calendar cycle. I always, in my head, though, think of Easter being in April. That just I'm, right. I'm kind of stuck with that for yeah. whatever reason. I think it was in March this year. Okay. March? I think so. So it could be March, April, or May. Probably not May. I don't think mathematically May works out. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I don't think so. Okay. I'm not 100% positive on that, but I'm pretty sure no. Right. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so sept- uh, Oktoberfest uh, is and, and always... Go, go check out Leonard and Tier on Friday and then go to the Oktoberfest. And, yeah, and go to go to do it all because Oktoberfest is downtown Kingman Friday and Saturday at Metcalf Park. Or go to the Oktoberfest first, then go to Leonard. And then actually go to Oktoberfest, rent one of those scooters, like have like how many beers in you, and then what were those? What's this? At least 18 one beers. One of those bird scooters. Yeah, get a bird scooter. And then scooter on down to... <laughs> Scooter on down straight to the fire department because those paramedics are going to come and save you anyway, right. so you might as well go straight to their door. Right. If the fire department's downtown, too. There's, right? There's, there's a department yes, downtown. Fire Station 1 is right behind so Black just Ridge. don't even, on the, way to the, uh, on the way to the cellar door, take the bird scooter to the fire department and just say that you're drunk. I'm drunk. Uh, I'm drunk. Oktoberfest in Germany, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, this is how it is. Uh, October it is. has right. Trying to get a pencil and paper out. No, you should get a slide rule out. That way you can figure this out going right, forward. So you. I don't have to explain it. Thank you. I don't have to Joe explain it to you. What's the uh, what's the uh, abacus? The you last know, abac- the they the, uh, in true German fashion they find the end of a problem and work backward, which is incredible. Okay. I, and it, this is just proof positive. Reverse it. engineering. It's yeah. It's the Oktoberfest in in Germany mm-hmm. ends the first Sunday in October. Ah, so depending on when the first Sunday in October is, it could be early in the week, it could be it, late in the week. Exactly, yeah. And it's uh sixteen to eighteen days, depending. Wow. Like this year, it started September seventeenth. All right, we didn't talk about Marilyn Monroe right now. Yeah, sure, okay. I guess so. Well, if we, I'm just saying, if we're not, then we're gonna move on Oktoberfest. Yeah, let's move officially. on to Oktoberfest officially. Okay. So that, that's how you do a segue, not like, oh, by the way, it's uh twelve forty eight p.m. <laughs> here in Detroit, seventy three degrees. I've never been on a segue. I have. Have you really? Yeah. And it's cool. The more okay. mass you have, the faster you can go. Really? Yeah, so I can go faster than okay. you. Okay. It's kind of nice. Um, so weren't you telling me that, and this is the true thing, we can look it up, you people can look it up, that during Oktoberfest at Munich, at the wherever the fuck it is, In you know, Munich, whatever, yep. field, big area, big blocks, I don't, need, I don't know how they do it. I haven't been to the Oktoberfest in Munich. So anyway. That there are, there's a there's a crew of people out there, like a large amount of people out there, helping people out that are passed out on the ground. On the ground in the parks, because they, they, they let people sleep it all off in the parks and, right. and whatnot. That they know they got to deal with it, so they're not going to just and they, drag people off. Gonna so what do they do, Joe? Tell they us. They take, happens. uh, they 
if they're passed out, they'll roll them over onto their stomach, put them in the recovery position, which everyone should learn how to, to do for anybody, especially if you're around people that drink. Uh, so they're face down, one leg hiked up, like like one knee bent, one leg out straight, and then that same corresponding arm, I guess, from the leg that's bent up, mm-hmm. is put underneath their face and their head t- cocked to the side. Cause, so you can't physically roll over one way or the other, so you're not going to aspirate on your own vomit and die. So they put people in recovery position, and they clean their pockets out and put them into labeled locked bags. Like could be their keys, wallet, whatever they got on them, and to, they to safely and they leave them behind a card where they can put their a phone shit number where they call, and then they sh- they'll tell them where it's at, and then they go there. They'll look at their photo ID and match it up to the person's photo ID or whatever their passport or whatever it may be that they have in the locker, and then give it at, give it back to the people. So I wonder, yeah, that, that could take that a while. That is a free too. service. Yeah, so um, it's probably a very long, you know, they get, how I have a, a title or a name for these people? I don't know. It's probably a typical German word about. It, it's like 18 it's words rammed together. Volks drunken beer fest people. Correct. Volks is people, so whatever. Like Volkswagen. You know what I'm saying? It's a very yeah, yeah, long. No, I'm sure it's a con- It's, it's a, a probably a big crew, so. Most but, likely. When they probably go to recover, like they make the phone call. First of all, they don't have their phone because their phone was probably mm-hmm. taken from them, so they got to. Find a phone, right, and uh, call the people and say, "Okay, it's at so and so Strasse," and you come here and you pick up your thing, and we'll look at you and try to match you with the right stuff. Explain me what was probably in your pockets. Yeah, we'll look through our yeah, just our a bins. Qu- just a quick rundown, which is I think that's a great thing, right? Um, do you know anybody there? I think. Do you know anybody there this year? I do, I do. Okay, yeah, I know three people that are that that went there this year. They're currently in Prague, so okay. they're on a big vacation. They spent the they. Flew in directly, not well. What they did fly direct into Munich from Vegas to Vegas to Munich, which sounds like a horrendously long flight, but whatever. Yeah, that's probably a twelve-hour flight, fourteen-hour flight, something like that. But it's Seems nice; you don't have to four, deal with anything seven, else. So nine, ten, eleven, yeah, about twelve. Yeah, and uh, spent I think four days in Munich, and then went to uh, Luzerne, Lake Luzerne, and uh, somewhere up in the Alps, and all sorts of other shit. It just sounds fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Um, I got a FaceTime phone call from one of them. She was drunk off her ass at the Hofbrau tent in Munich mm-hmm. at Oktoberfest. And I was like, you know what? I'm so glad I'm friends with you, but God damn it, I can't wait to slap shit out of you when you get back. And she's like, I deserve that. <laughs> like, yeah. But and she was all dressed up in her dirndl and shit, just having a great time. And it, lo- it looked like so much fun. So this would be a place to go to, actually, and for a number of reasons to have fun, first of all. But to go there and... Just to kind of see how they run the thing. It's like, how do you guys pull this off? Like, how many tents or places to get a brat? How does this work? You know, how do they, how do they make this? They're happen? militant about it. The amount of servers that they have is incredible. From yeah. I know at the like the, just because I watch documentaries about it and this shit is just it fascinates me. Like because in Germany, beer culture, as you've experienced, and oh, yeah. I, I have not to experienced it because of firsthand. But from what I understand, beer culture there is and drinking culture is very different than here. Oh, it's yeah. very much accepted, uh, and they treat their beer. All German beer is pretty much treated the same way we treat craft beer. People in the craft beer industry treat it. It's, it's something. It's a, it's a living, breathing organism. You have to really nudge it and tweak it, and it's 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 consumable art. And the Germans, being so German, German, they want to perfect it, and they basically did. You know the and and most of. It's kind of like in aviation. In aviation, most of your terms on an, on an aircraft are French. Are French. 
because they pioneered so much people's shit. People's heads are exploding right now. Yeah. There's no way. It's American. Yeah. Not really? Eh, kind of. Uh, there's uh, a, I tell you right now, the Wright brothers didn't have any uh, fucking ailerons. Right. Because they didn't exist yet because the and French the invented them. Aileron. 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 Fuselage. Fuselage. Empanage. Yes. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Decolletage. That's mm-hmm. that's not an aviation no. term. That's that's cleavage. Uh, but yeah, so in... Uh, fromage. Mo- fromage. That's not an airplane part. <laughs> Omelette du fromage. <laughs> anyway, so the Germans, a lot of, most of the brewing terms that we use are all... Came, they, they came from German because they fucking perfected it. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why I've always been so interested in it. And so you have the five main breweries in Munich that all get together and they each have their own tent. The Hofbrau tent... They have, I think, six bars and something like 70 servers. But every single one of those servers is making sure, is keeping track of their own group of like eight or ten people. And that's it. Right. Just to make sure that they're not getting too fucked up, not getting, because there's so many tourists that come. Or have enough. And and, and also have enough. Yes, that nobody's wanting for anything. Uh, But I love all the pomp and circumstance and the fucking everything. Like all the, the, uh, the, pageantry that goes along with it. they have the burgermeister come out and tap the first keg and mm-hmm. just neat shit but I just but love that if stuff. you go there and show up i mean is it is it possible if you don't get there early enough not possible or is it probable if you're not there early, that you just can't get a place to sit down i don't know i'd have to i'd have I would to, like you to ask uh, i will when, when, yeah, when they get back to to the states i'll definitely ask them and see how just how that went because i'm i'm also interested in it because you can we can also all learn from each other we can definitely learn from the germans when it comes to serving fuck tons of people yeah, especially beer. during yeah during uh, oktoberfest obviously so the, my one of my more interesting beer experiences was in dusseldorf when delta i don't think it's still fly there but delta had a new route it was it was atlanta dusseldorf and it was a fairly new thing, and my dad and I were going to go there to Germany for some reason. And he goes, we ought to fly into Dusseldorf, because Germany's not that big anyway. He right. Goes, it's a brand new route. He goes, the plane will be probably empty. And I went, really? They don't advertise it? Because they, really adver- they haven't really pushed it yet. They're getting the routes. <laughs> They're figuring out where to go. They you have know, to do kind of a, a, a <laughs> what do they call soft it? Soft opening. Yeah, like a soft opening. Kind yeah, of. Honestly, that's, that. yeah. So Test runs. Right, and he, he, was, he worked for Delta at the time. I think he still worked for Delta. I can't remember. But I was a son of his, you know, still whatever, so we could fly in first class. And it was easy. And the airplane was half empty. And it was like, great, we're going to just hop on there and go. And he came back. So we hung out on Dusseldorf for a couple of days. But they have this, I don't think it was, a, I think it was a normal weekend. But this big kind of a piazza area where it was kind of closed off where cars don't go. And that's what I would really love we could do. I would love to have that here. You know, some people just aren't used to that kind of thing, though, normally. But right. Anyway. And there's several places serving beer. And we went... They had food, and there was a friend of ours that met us, a German friend, um, and um, we sat down, and he said, it's, it's really easy. You know, you just you just sit down at a table. You just, boom, grab one, and within moments, someone comes around, a server. I think they're, we're all female, I believe, but they bring you these glasses, probably a half-liter glass, I guess is what it was, and then just, you know, if you don't put your thing on top of it, kind of like the meat place we go and have oh yeah with a coaster yeah Yeah. it's a coaster if you don't put it on top of the glass it's getting filled up it's getting filled up and she she has a little pad there and she just this is table six or something with four people and and she puts down a mark boom it's one beer and then if you're getting emptier you know if you really don't want another beer after that just always have your coaster on top of the glass right otherwise she's coming around topping it off topping off and marking it down boom 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 and god it wasn't that much so when I was done, probably seven beers. I don't know what it was. It was like, oh, theirs is seven. Yours is this many marks? Or actually, it was euros at the time. 
you know, that's that's what it is. It was so fast. I mean, it was just German efficiency. Like they were gonna. They don't ask you. We're not going to waste time with conversation. You know, you're. That was the visual cue. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And if you, it was you're going to pay for it if you screwed up. Oh, I didn't want any other beer. That's you, you're going to pay for that one or yeah. give it to someone, and you're going to pay for it because it was cheap anyway. It was a couple marks, of whatever it was, a couple euro. I don't know, but it was so quick, and they were just ripping around, topping off beer, topping off beer, topping off beer. Boy, that sounds nice. Right. It yeah. was. It was, and it was so simple. There was just, and they they weren't disturbing you with your conversation. Like if you're in the middle of a Marilyn Monroe conversation. They wouldn't just drop in and go, hey, uh, let's talk about uh, First Friday. <laughs> right. So they wouldn't do that anyway. So that's so pro- I'm sure similar efficiency. Like, I don't know how they probably come around and make sure quickly if you want another beer or not. They're yeah, not, I'm not, sure. They're not going to dick around with this. No. They're, they're going to move some beer. Or they're probably just going to walk around with like handfuls of beer. You've yeah. seen the, the, the lady like servers with yeah. like fucking 25 beers and shit. Right. Which is kind of a. Uh, uh, like a comp a competition amongst all of them. I know that they do that. It's right. like one of the last, like nights of, of it. Like the servers get together. You have the best servers from each tent who carried the most. So here's the real. And then they'll do that. Like through the Shine Hall. Like we've yes. seen at the Hofbrau, they do kind of the same kind of competition. But right. which servers can carry the most? And sometimes world records get broken or set, which I is mean, pretty cool. I would like to know, for example, if once you finish a beer and you want another one. Do they have crews of people picking up those glasses and washing them? Presumably, yeah. Or do you just they come around and do they no, have, they don't fill it. They, they have, have a, they have moss that they bring a new one every okay. time. Wow! So yeah. someone they're washing a shitload of it's glasses. It's probably pretty fucking easy though. The way I think about it, because I'm thinking, man, that's a huge pain in the ass. But in like the you know at Blackbridge where I work, we have one, two, three, four, five different shapes of glassware, mm-hmm. and they're all they different got shapes one. and sizes. That's a pain in the ass to wash for twenty people, thirty right. people. And then they got one of this. For they them. have one size. Mm-hmm. I and you know, I when you look at those Oktoberfest like the tables where everybody's sitting, you don't see the small glassware like we like we've gotten at uh, yeah. like Hofbrau House, like because they have different you know different right. sizes, half a, half liter, third liter, and all that clunky. stuff. It's, it's a moss. It's one liter, and yeah, yeah, and so it's one size, which means that everything is uniform. Mm-hmm. So everything from pouring takes the same amount of time if you're doing it right and is consistent within a second or two to it's the same weight carrying it over to the table and yep. it's the same size glassware that goes into they're all the same size that goes into the wash dishwasher and so on and so forth and they probably have rinse and repeat for yeah, three weeks is it even a dishwasher or do they have a long line and several lines probably of just, it might washing just, washing washing I don't, boom i think it might be a combination of the two just kind of depends yeah. i don't know but i i want a small detail i'd like I, to know you i, know, I, I know, they, know i know man you're you're a small detail kind of guy that's why your airplanes don't fall out of the sky i want to go there and i want to see what are you here for i'm here to see how they wash the <laughs> i guarantee you they would be, I, i'm interested in your process i want to see what the process right. is uh yes uh, this uh this way for the uh german tour because <laughs> right. that's a total german thing to do is go to oktoberfest and be like I mean, yeah, the beer's great. Yes, I love the Durndles. They're low cut, super cute. Get it? I understand. All that shit aside, how do you, you how do you get this out so fucking fast? Right. How are you guys so I efficient? See the efficiency of uh, you see Germany. the IBM uh, card network we used in Volvo too. Is no, that's not. Reminds me of Pat Oswalt. He went to Berlin, and there was this big street art or those curved bridge thing or something, and he said he was trying to crack a joke to the cab driver or something like that. If you remember, he said. Oh, these these big tubes here. These must be how they get the strudel. The strudel distribution distribution uh, Str- strudel dis- distribution network. Right, and he says, uh, "No, actually, uh, no, we don't. This is not for the strudel. This is like not. He did, he did, he did, 
typical it's typical German, German sense gonna... of humor, which doesn't exist. <laughs> this is not for except in weird German strip clubs, right? That wasn't really With the, funny. Like the uh, I, <laughs> I would have died laughing if a woman had uh, oh god, here teeth. we go again. Novelty teeth in her vagina, oh, and with, then with a big toothbrush with a, and pulled out a giant toothbrush. I would not and, be able to stop and laughing. Brushed uh, her vaginal I, teeth, her teeth, her vagina dentata uh, to use the <laughs> the proper nomenclature. <laughs> I I cannot believe that that's a thing. Yeah, but and also I was, I, I was seventeen. I Joe. have to see that before I die. The yeah. toothbrush, ha- pulling out a giant novelty toothbrush and then brushing the teeth is the best part. <laughs> I need to. We need more performance well, art like very that. Clean, you know, until you get to the scat part of Germans, <laughs> you're very clean. Do you, you think that part? Let's talk about this for, for a second. I'm not going to really. <laughs> I'm not going to hover on that for very long. Okay. But do you think they do that? The Germans are into that, or do that, are known for that because everything else is so in order, so clean, so perfect, so whatever. And then this is. They're going to go. Let this one go. Right. You know, we're going to just. We can't hold back. We're. This is bottled up. We're just going to start shitting on everybody. Or have them shit on us or whatever it I, is. I, I don't know. I kind of... Uh, again, I don't want to do a deep dive. But it's, it's a I don't want to deep dive on any German <laughs> scat anything ever. <laughs> That's my only thought about that. Too much bratwurst. Oh, it is. So, but yeah. I, is that something you want to do? Is it, I hate the, uh, the, uh, the um, not scat stuff. The, the um, you want to call it the, uh, God darn it. Uh fucking list that you do before you die what the what the bucket list thank you and i hate don't like that term is that on your b list yeah i hate the term 100 percent to go to munich for the thing? absolutely okay yeah let's work on that okay i remember the last time we said we were going to do some international travel and then COVID happened so i don't i'm not trying to speak another yeah. epidemic do you want to think it's on the same schedule as our uh run the jewels and uh oh God, rage, rage against the machine concert you know what's on that same schedule the artemis launch yeah, no I shit. I think they're they're lining up. <laughs> they're going to launch. Yeah, the Artemis launch that should have happened in 2017. Go, by the right, way, when when Run the Jewels and that's what they're thinking themselves. When you guys go back on tour, we'll launch. But they're on tour. Like they've been playing that's, dates. That's true. So they're like, just trying to catch up. The Artemis thing. It's like, oh come on, NASA, get your fucking shit together. Because now it's like no. Be, the, well, it's a hurricane. So oh, the hurricane. They put it back in the assembly building. They're, right. They're, they're going to wear that vehicle out going back and forth. No shit. They have to get new treads on that thing. I wish <laughs> <laughs> that monster vehicle that that was invented for the Saturn V. I'm right? sure it was for the five. Yeah, if not the space, maybe it was the space shuttle. No, I think it was for the five. Was it? It okay. had to be the same. Because sure I thought the they vehicle. transported the five out. No, that's what that giant building was built for to assemble it. I was thinking for some reason they assembled it out on the launch pad, but that's not true. No, and they used it for everything since then, kind of. I believe that. Yeah, I mean, building. well, it's you kind of you kind of have the perfect vehicle that can has a capacity of like two billion tons or some weird right. shit like and it that. It goes to like walking speed. I think while. I can walk faster. I think it's like the speed of it is like point two five miles per hour. Like so half it's like walking speed or something. Yeah, right. It, it's like a quarter, like twenty five percent. Right. Anyway, it's probably. I bet you any. I bet you here's what it is. They probably calculated it out to where if for some reason something locked the fuck up in that vehicle for God knows why it would just come to an instant stop that whatever was up there wouldn't fall over probably wouldn't come to an instant stop right well i mean if it just you know i'm saying it's just like the worst case you know someone does something internally happened some weird gear failed which would it's not going to happen i bet you that's what they figured out they said what if the thing just comes to an instant stop 
we they have to be balanced. We have set, to keep this thing from latch, falling the from fuck falling over. Falling the fuck over. I bet you that's what it is. Yeah, NASA doesn't want to have like a a, a a story like the fuck was that guy's name? I lost I don't know. it. It's like when the you fell the fuck off, guy. Like oh, the fucking uh, Ron the, White. Ron yeah. White. He was in a he was a NASA guy. He well, he must have been absent on fucking Transport, tractor transporter day, vehicle day. Yeah, I've seen that thing. Have you ever seen it in person? No. I stood next to it. The vehicle. Yeah, that, that big thing. When I visited yeah. Cape Canaveral, yeah, I was like, holy shit. Uh, only built the, one of those. The tracks, the tracks were like the top of the tracks were five feet above my head. Yeah, the and they're probably about fifteen, ten, fifteen feet wide. These tracks, easily, I'm guessing, easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it has to roll on like gravel because, uh, and it's gravel over top of concrete. Right. So it's like a concrete. They, I, they had like an exploded diagram of the the, the track out to right. the launch pad. Yeah, it's, you, uh, you don't it's, you don't want to have come to a sudden stop like in the old days when you would sit in the back of the chair. Uh, your your parents. Oh God, the window, when, when the window back, sill or yeah, whatever. Like and under when that. And your parents slammed on the brakes and you come tumbling down onto it, the transmission tunnel of the rear seat. There's multiple times where I they had to slam on the brakes and, and it wasn't even I never did that in any car other than one of my parents' friends' cars. Right. It was never we never had a vehicle big enough. Okay. If we did have a vehicle that was big enough, it was a fucking van or a minivan. So, like, there was no <laughs> rear window ledge. But I can remember one time them slant was like, I think it was my mom and her friends. I don't remember this woman's name. Barb, maybe? And I'm laying in the back under the window, and somebody cut them off. They had to slam on the brakes. And my little, like, 10-year-old Ash was like, oh, wham, and went and slapped up against the uh, the, back, back the back rear of the, of the headrest. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then bounced down onto the floor and got stuck. Well, I was probably jammed trans- under right, the s- like, like the drive shaft tunnel, the transmission tunnel. I don't, you, well, yeah, out there probably. Yeah, no. I was jammed. Yeah. between the front seats and the back seat. Oh. I, I was uh, like, I don't know. I don't. I had to be extricated. Like, I they had to you. pull off to the side of the road, and my mom <laughs> had to open up the rear door and like help me get out because I was jammed under there. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Those were the days. Those were the days. Oh, your parents want to get your attention. Like, they would do that on purpose. Like, no one was wearing seatbelts anyway. They just brake check you as so, a kid. Yeah. yeah, or yeah, check. Or just if they were pissed off, they would just boom. And then you kind of slam into the back of the rear seat or the front seat. Yeah. Just to go, all right, we're not, dude, shut up. We're not doing right, that. We're good now. We're good. <laughs> it's good. You know, if this was a NASA transporter, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. It's gotten ridiculous. We'll be back. <laughs> I 
So we've talked about Lex Friedman podcast, and I'm hooked on that motherfucker. You know, I, I just am he's because so smart. Cause he's got and the he's got the good, get the really good guests, in my opinion, and asks very good questions. Yeah. So uh, there was during July, mid July, there was a guy in there named I can't remember his name. Don't remember his name, but he talks about what economics is, and so I have a financial so it's kind of tied together. What economics is, and it's some about the future of economics and some of the historic interesting people and he he talks about you know the history of capitalism and marxism what it really was i didn't know initially what marxism initially was until i started listening to these guys you know and and what it and and how it was a response to capitalism is what it was and they they talked about problems with capitalism which there are problems yeah yeah that we have talked about on this show there's problems with every system it's just capitalism so far is the best one right it's well and but then this guy talks about and he's He's not an environmentalist either. He talks about, you know, the exploitation of our natural resources, and he's going down this path which sounds like Greenpeace or something like that, which I don't know if he's a m- he, member of. But he's, he's but he, looking He's just looking at it from a purely financial aspect, yeah, an economical aspect. Right, yeah. and, and how, we, how we got from where we were to where we are, were being how many thousands of years ago. It has to do with the literally the exploitation of resources fine he doesn't have a problem with that you know but and in this case the term exploitation is not it's not a negative term it's just using correct. it's just using the natural resources right that's what it's it's they're there and we, then we modify it which is ex- uh, exploitation right. just just throwing that out there for 
I only know that from watching lectures about certain about those certain topics that exploitation is usually used as like exploitation of women, exploitation of children, exploitation of resources is not a bad right. thing. It's just how we use. This would be another word I could use too, but I no chose. exploitation. I think is the proper term. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so earlier on when we were just you know in the we talked about the industrial ages, or we, we, you and I spoke about this before we turned on the microphones about when they had, and there were a couple of them and they actually would hurt some or it would cool down some of the earth even but but now we've got it's the greenhouse effect which is different so there's there's all these it's very complex what's going on so i'm not going to say that it's not complex but you know he was kind of giving off warning signs of some of the key elements kind of some of the key things that are happening and again he's he's considered to be an economist he wasn't on the show to talk about how it fucked up the environment is but it's tied in because we have, um, you want to call it third world, or uh, 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 what's the kind of countries that are rising up, developing? Thank you. Like if like a third world or developing country or already pre already de- whatever, because there's a plenty of those around that are going to want more energy, you know, and, and we're pumping more fossil fuel and we're burning it, and it is a you know whether you want to believe it or not, but he talks about the energy level, you know, the density of how much heat we're throwing in constantly and how much um, the Earth can really kind of handle and we are throwing out more than the earth can really handle long, long, long term. That's why there's so much emphasis now on trying to figure this shit out. Right. You know, because it is Because there issue. won't be a long term for us. That's We've right. talked about that on this podcast before. The, and he also the talked earth, about the earth. earth is going to be fine. He said the same thing. We are, we are fucked. Right. He said yeah. it won't take that long for it to kind of straighten itself out. But And like you pointed out, if everybody really kind of pulled along together, we could fix the problem a lot quicker. And you know, are we going to? We don't really know. Probably not. There are those that really do believe, and they're not, these are people that don't have a political axe to grind either. There are those that, people that I know that are not politically oriented people that go, I really believe that we're kind of fucked. Yeah. You know, from the data that they Just know. Just looking on the data, based off the data. Yeah. And uh, and the science that they know, and you know, that's kind of like their jam. And right. like you said, they don't have a political Right. Anything they're 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 pure scientists. And now those are the say that that's bullshit they do because they're maybe they work for a university and that university gets funding by certain people and it's their left wingers and all and there's gonna be a chunk of people, by the way, that are gonna be on the other end. They're gonna say it doesn't matter what we do, the earth can wash it and clean itself and when you wash You're it on a long a- enough timeline ass crack yeah. every all the time. Yes. And, you know, the earth's at where's the earth's ass crack anyway? I'm just uh, I would say probably the North Atlantic Ridge. Okay. Or South Atlantic Ridge. Yeah, that's the, that's South. the Marianas. Is that what that is? No, is that's the, in the Pacific. Okay, you're right. Yeah. No, the uh, the Atlantic Ridge is the Earth's ass, ass crack. crack. Okay, yeah, got it. Um, so then I started thinking. So when, when I kind of listen to this podcast multiple times, and I'll fall asleep to it, and then I wake up. And this is what's wrong with Paul, by the way. Right. And so I wake is up falling asleep to podcasts like that, like this, and I, I wake up and I have this sense of unease, like malaise, like. God, there's something wrong with because I'm a human being. You know, we're doing this stuff, and you can't avoid it by just living my existing here. We're by talking on these microphones. We're using a little bit of energy. Yeah, and we're doing all this stuff. So then, I, then I fat. And here I am for the topic that I kind of wanted to bring up. I'm sure someone has done the data, but with this population right now that we have in the world, not just because America does use more carbon than the average, you know, by far. We may be the most carbon intensive. China, China pollutes. Okay, oh, far, okay, or, more, are you about pollutes more or? volume, but per person. That's what oh, I'm getting. Oh yeah, at. per person. Okay, so now yeah. I want to know is if in order to to not increase the uh, the um, what's the uh, molecular content they're saying we've surpassed already. The PPM, to, yeah, yeah par- parts per million of uh, carbon uh, 
dioxide. Yes. Yeah, per parts per million to affect. You know, we, we've already passed that threshold. They say we and it was it, it happened. I think the measuring is in Hawaii. I believe they on top of one of the mountains up there. Yeah. They do a particle measurement, and scientists kind of did all the math and all the how much atmosphere and trillions of molecules and all that. And they said once we m- m- pass this magic point of four hundred and whatever parts per million, it's kind of a kind of fucked up. You were kind of. And I think we've surpassed it already. And it'll go, it'll get, it gets worse so much faster like, once it gets to like, that like point. Like it's a runaway level. Yep. And we think it's not going to happen maybe in, probably not in my lifetime, maybe not in yours, but it's going to be, like it's not going to be stoppable. Right. That's what the people do believe this, that it's going to be irreversible. And it's going to affect crop production. You know, there's going to be a lot of starvation. Going. Now, who knows? People are saying that, well, Well, the other the, thing, the, another one we were, because we're, what brought up this topic of conversation was I mentioned something about the really terrifying thing. And I don't even live there. I've never even been there. But, uh, folks, I don't know. If, uh, you have to look on a map to really understand it. But um, the la- the uh, latitude that you, like, uh, the British Isles, you know, Ireland and, and, yeah. uh, and, and Great Britain, right? Right. Ireland and Britain, rather. The latitude that they're on is farther north than Maine. And they rarely get more than two to three inches of snow for the most part, except up in the high country up in Scotland, mm-hmm. right? And Snowdonia and Wales, but that's all high three, 4,000 feet elevation mountains, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's very temperate. The summers are, uh, you know, very mild, not it's, it's, super hot. That's because of the Gulf Stream, right? because of the Gulf Stream. Right. It's if not an air temperature it's thing. It's not an air temperature. It's, it is an air temperature well, thing, but it's, yeah. it, but it's because of the water temperature. Because of the Gulf Stream. Yeah. Warm water coming out of the Gulf of Mexico goes gets siphoned through the the... That straight between Cuba and and South Florida. And it's a big clockwise loop. Yeah, I believe it's clockwise. Yeah, yeah going from yeah around. And it yeah. and that's why it's so mild there. And and, right. and 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 most and Western Europe is all like that because of that Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. The moment that that stops circulating, which they've shown, like it's very very much known that is slowing down. Things are going to be cataclysmic because for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, humans been in the British Isles. They've and in Western Europe been temperate. It's yeah. been very temperate since right. the last ice age, the end of the last ice age. Right. So that's an economic powerhouse. That's one of the top five GDP, like like just just top five GDPs in the fucking world mm-hmm. that could collapse because they won't be able to grow anything there. Right. You know, you're and, and but we, some people are going to say, oh, it's snowing more now. Must be must be cooling down. It's not a global warming problem, but the, the, and, that's and that's not, the thing. Global warming is an old, dated term. Yes, it, it really, it really is. It's just, it's just it's not climate change. It's just climate change because in order, it, it's just like like with capitalism. In order for for one guy to get or what, like one person to get rich, somebody else is going to have to be poor. That's just the fucking way that it works. Well, it's, it's an oversimplified term, but the same thing goes with climate change. Right. In order for one area to get one area gets warm, some area has to go the same magnitude colder but there is but but there is growth in the economy so it's not like it's not a zero-sum game where somebody wins and somebody loses there is there that goes on there's always somebody winning and always somebody losing it and but the pie does get bigger because the economy grows at two to three percent a year so right it is expanding but in but right now there is more of a split also right you know very wealthy chunks and the poor many 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 more billionaires than there ever was of course and it's not going to go down Although it actually did go down a little bit because the stock market's t- tanked a little bit lately. Right. Who gives a shit? Some people do. It's going to come right back up. Right. So, so um, 
and then you got this person was saying that our our wheat belt area is kind of similar to what Ukraine. Ukraine actually is a major green huge grain huge. producer. People yep. don't really realize that now, but now they do because there's a war going on, and it was it was barley it's a, it's a, a big barley producer, right? Which the beer makers in Europe have, are really struggling with that. Like they're having to import from the states, which is outrageously expensive, right? I I, I only, because of I, the war because of the war, yeah. yeah. So. So my question is, and I know you can't answer this, but I'm, I was, so I've been wondering about this. At what? Oh, and then he said he said around he thinks around a billion people is about if we're just going to consume like we are, a billion is about the it's number. About the maximum. If we don't make multi, like huge changes, multiple hundreds of facets in society, right. worldwide society, that, that's about all the Earth can sustain yeah. and not just choke itself and, off we're on and tr- kill everybody. We're on track to hit nine billion by the end of the decade. Right now, there. There are a lot of su- super smart people too that say it's gonna. They think it's really gonna peak at around there anyway, about nine or ten, and then it's gonna come back down, right? Because of these reasons, these natural occurring. There's gonna be, you know, n- no way we can sustain more it. pandemics, uh, right. oceans rising, things like that. People are gonna be displaced, and unfortunately, some of them are gonna die. It's gonna be starvation and this and that and the other. Right. So it's going to kind of be self-correcting. But I remember Paul McCready, who was a glider pilot and a well-known sound. He was, in fact, he was. Uh, Involved in um, in uh, aerovironments, he founded aerovironments, which isn't been in the news lately because I think they ended up developing this thing called the switchblade uh, uh, drone. Oh, that, yeah, that launches in the wings, go punk, and it goes out and finds and hunts. And yep. I think we're using a lot against the Russians right now. Yes. Anyway, they started out more nobly than that, but now they've turned it because it's where the money just like is. Like many the, things, <laughs> right. you know, turn into a weapon. Like the so. Manhattan Project, they they were just trying to save American lives, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so now I'm getting to my question, or my 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 topic is how much carbon footprint? Let's assume that we're going on the wrong track, and it's we're trying to come off the 440 parts per million number. You know, how much carbon footprint? Can each person in the world average have to uh, to stop where we're to stop increasing or to even back off a little bit? Like like we we peaked out, now we're coming down a tiny bit. You know that's and I would like to know what I am doing as a consumer, which includes right now the energy that we're using. God, so much stuff. And for for you, you use so many petrochemicals in your in like in your business. Okay, but plastics are are different. It's not being consumed and thrown into the atmosphere. What about manufacture? That is too, but you can yeah. manuf- you can manufacture yeah. with solar, and it is made in Europe, and the Germans are becoming more yeah. and more efficient. I'm not giving excuses. I'm just saying, but here's what I'm talking. Right now we're running uh, that fan, that light. Of course, this is supposed to be a very efficient motor, and everything is getting more and more efficient, right? And that TV burns a shitload less power than just a few years ago. Right, but how I'm, many little Chinese children had to die for you to get your TV? I have no idea. Seven, and your eight, iPhone, three. But all these things that are made, but they are, it does take energy to make all this crap. And that AC is running it right now. Those light, They're all LED lights. I swapped all my lights out from efficiency T5HOs to those recently. But they had to be manufactured. Yeah. You know? Now, I do drive less now because of my situation. Also, I haven't flown that thing out there in a long time. Right. But I, I wonder about this. You know, what what is the number and how much am I blowing personally, blowing past that? You know, and it went, when it, if someone, I wish that I'm sure that number, that data may be out there. It's like, okay, you can use this many watts of power, but then you got to go buy and figure it out, right? You got to figure out how many, and because I have this business that exists, I've got several employees that drive here, you know, so they drive. But if they weren't working here, they would work somewhere else. 
but I just want to know the overall impact that me and my business have and what would it have to be, you know, how efficient do we have to be? And it all has to do with efficiency at this point. Right. And can we do true alternate power that takes, like, if you could have solar panels that really created more solar panels or battery storage that wasn't using fossil fuels, let's just go down the path assuming that fossil fuels do harm the atmosphere and you throw it out there and it's has the greenhouse effect and here we go you know you have to you have to assume a few things yeah this is not going to be a discussion or argument if you say there is no global warming there is no climate change or there is but it's it's based on other shit and we have nothing to do with it so there's there's some suppositions or some right. Some you have to assume some things. Even if you wanted to toss out the the fact, let's just throw th- say this cli- the climate change doesn't exist. Let's just say that I'm going to completely deny that it exists, that, okay. or that that human caused, got it, or exacerbated climate change. And I'll bring something right? up about that in a minute too. But go ahead. The bottom line is that oil is really really bad. It's just yeah. oil. It's so bad. It's just so fucking bad because you use it to make plastics. Right now, they're starting to find that microplastics have estrogen blockers, and they have the hormone or various hormone blockers in them. And they're the microplastics. They just because the uh, it's been broken down by the sea or by uh, by uh, like dried out and turned into powder. There's no longer little chunks that get stuck in the throat of sea turtles or mm-hmm. dolphins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it's not dissolved into the water we're consuming and causing right so massive, massive problem health problems with people specifically. And this is the one that I, when I read this shit, I was like, that makes so much sense. I, I asked my mom, like, mom, I know this was a long time ago, but re- remember back to when you were in your 20s. Did you have any friends? Like, did you no. have, like, every no, single, I had no, no, fr- had no friends. <laughs> any of your female friends, did they have, like, reproductive issues? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I mean, like, ovarian cancer, PCOS, da, 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 da. And she's like... No, and it seems like everybody has them. It's more prevalent now, and I'm like, yeah, I know. It does seem like that. And then I read this article because I used to get various medical journals uh, delivered via email when I worked at the hospital. But life expectancy is going up. Life expectancy for the United in the United States has gone down just recently. Just recently, yeah. right? But anyway, but, go um, ahead. Yeah, but but the but life, but but here's the thing, Paul. Like life expectancy has gone up, and that's because of medical. Intervention. That's true. Solving problems. Solving problems that were created. If you never created the, the problem, and you, if you didn't stuff, create yeah. the problem to begin with, right? Right. So by that rationale, so let's you just go one step back instead of looking at the the full on emission. Just look at some of the things that are manufactured that come come from oil. I'm not saying that I don't use plastic. I have plastic in fucking everything right now. iPhone cases, this controller, these my glass, frames, my clothes, all, the, all this shit. I love breathable cotton poly blend that polyester is fucking plastic right i'll probably it'll probably give me some sort of cancer at some point so to so i do have that but i also do things like i try my best not to use like just little things like i try my damnedest to, to use reusable uh consumables like or like a uh, cups plates you know right. forks knives things like that i try my best not to use plastic it's unavoidable i do the same to, thing here like, like we used to have uh paper or plastic plates and stuff here but i i wash dishes here every day now because my employees like to use stuff, and I, you know, I don't want them. I'd rather wash their. It's not a whole bunch, right. but but I do. Every but you'd day rather do that. It's glasses and little yeah. plates and, and silverware that I actually wash here. But now here I am. I'm using water in our you know Walpi Mountain Basin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at some point you can't get too ridiculous. You want to go to right. the uh what the fuck on the Simpsons. Uh, Lisa Simpson had some hippie friend that she like has a huge crush on. Who's an older guy, and. uh 
And she's like, yeah, I'm a vegan too. And he goes, are you a third degree vegan? And she goes, what's that? And he goes, I don't eat anything that, uh, that casts a shadow. Like just, <laughs> you can't go that fucking bonkers. You just can't go that stupidly That's crazy. That's pretty funny though. It is funny. Yeah. But you can't go that, that stupidly crazy on when it comes right. to shit because our society is based around stuff that's made from oil, yes, you know, synthetics. Right. It just right. is. Now, so the way to handle that could be like, let's say if the processing was, well, because not that many years ago, as you know, we just dumped waste products in oh, the fucking God. rivers and the oceans. And, and I'm Everywhere. too young to know, to have seen that stuff because super fun sites were a lot of, the ones that I was anywhere near, because there's a handful of them all over, not a handful, there's probably 50 of them all over Ohio. because it was Ohio terrible. Was a, Ohio was an industrial powerhouse because it's part of the right. Rust Belt, you know? Think of the environment. We had fucking nuclear testing just north of here. Yes. And we are downwinders. Yeah, 100%. You know, people, we know that was going on, you know? Which is another reason why I get a little sketched out when we have these massive dust storms caused by these farms. like Not caused by the farms, but made right. worse by the farms. Because there, I know there's radioactive material in that dust. I know that there is because we're too close to the fucking Nevada test site. Right. But anyway, uh, yeah, I know what you're getting at with the the energy. Like, how can you really and truly make a difference? And the only way to really truly make a difference in this world is to be violent and alone or be collective <laughs> and get as many people together to do the same kind of conservation. You can, you can kill approximately six billion people. <laughs> Remember when Bill Burr has a skit on that? He goes, I've been talking about this for years. The last three specials. He goes, pretty much about half of you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's just going to solve it, which, which I love that Bill Burr, can, Bill Burr can always make people laugh, <laughs> but also being an absolutely it's totally correct and serious yeah. asshole at the same time. He goes, time. about half of you just got to go. got to go. There's too fucking many of you. That's We're it. I'm already... So what do you say? I'm already so sick and goddamn tired of half of you people being driving in traffic that I fly a fucking helicopter now. <laughs> so it's um so that's my my question is what do I have to do? Like you know what? Someone has figured this out. Okay, there's eight billion people, whatever the freaking number is now, divided by how much carbon is getting thrown in the atmosphere, and we divide it all out. You want to get it down? To, I Someone has had to do this. Oh, math. I guarantee you, there's okay. like an average so human. Every day, you can do this. You can, how many, and someone's got to figure out you know, how many watts it is, or what, how efficient are we? You know, what if the Chinese are really kind of, you know, I think, and they're more authoritarian, of course, but what if they really know, because they are doing more renewable stuff, but they still have a shitload of coal mines, and they're burning a lot of coal. Oh yeah, I mean, they're doing this. Well, their whole their whole but thing is we're buying their shit. We, we we do less here, but we're buying from them. What's so his, they're making all the what's his pollution. Name? What's the fucking furor over there? Xing. Oh, uh, is that his name? Xing, uh, uh, the Jinping, uh, something like that. I read an article. You know, it was no, translated all, the Chinese, obviously. The, but what his comment? This is a handful of years ago, and he said, uh, "Yes, China is looking to more renewables, but we'll have to continue polluting for another ten years." before we can build the things necessary for us to be sustainable and not putting out as much carbon. Right. So uh, they're would, working toward it because a bunch of people, that's why they stopped taking our plastic to, re, to quote, right. unquote, recycle, which they weren't. They were burning. I w- so, yeah, they were, they were burning it. So, right. like, so yeah. that's not good, so they stopped taking Well, and they stopped taking our plastic because they're like, oh, shit, you know what? We've got a couple billion people here. That's a lot of cancer, and we have to take care of all of them. What if they're? And I thought about this too as I'm so laying there. Doing it. I'm laying there in bed, going, "What's going on with the world overall?" What if the Chinese are smarter than us in this one? I mean, who knows where they are smarter? But what if they? Because they're again, they're, 
regime oriented. They're not a democracy like we are. They still have voting, I think, but I don't think it really matters. I believe. Yeah, I think they have vote like they they have voting like we have, uh, in China like we have security at the airport. I'm pretty sure it's all theater. Right, right it's all yeah. So, but what if they know this? What if the people up like up high in their government, you know, are are and people just below them are like, there's really a problem in the world with pollution, like a serious problem, and we're a big part of it, but everybody's a part of it too. Hmm. What if they're like? I thought. What if they're the pandemic it was real but now they're shutting shit down on purpose to think that you know what one way we're going to slow this fucking thing down is we're just going to keep our industrial areas closed down a whole lot more Mm -hmm. for as long as we can stand it and yeah it's going to hurt america and their stock market's going to fucking plunge and this is going to happen but we got to fucking take care of us first gotta save the planet so we're just going to keep everything really marginal for the next 50 years i think that's called a china first policy (laughs) right but it's going to affect which sounds familiar but it's going to weld the weld. It's going to help the world too because it goes around the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It goes around the yeah, whole yeah. place. I'm sure that's not it. But I'm just. It's just interesting to me that these big industrial areas, everything's kind of slowing down as much as they seem to want. Like it's more. We think the pandemic's kind of overish here. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Whatever you want to think about it. But what if they kind of got it more? Because they can certainly affect the world pollution situation china can do this on their own if they just say we got to figure this out we got to stop polluting the atmosphere and here's how we're going to do it now we're not going to really say that we're doing it because we don't want to act like we're slowing the industry down on purpose we're just going to start shutting shit down because the pandemic is out of control i don't know that's that's, that's a weird thought that's a strong i think it's a strong point and a good possibility also i know Come china on. has been for 20 years trying to position itself to become a, a to, to basically overtake the U.S. as the world economic power. Right. And they, they want to do that so badly, and they might do it. And that, that kind of, that's fucking doesn't well, sit well Well, they are kind of doing it. I mean, we still are more, but, and by the way, we're bringing more onshore. And you know, more and more things, more. which is another thing that the pandemic did that was like a, it was a nice benefit. And uh, one of the only benefits to that pandemic was uh, that, it shined a light on the fact that we rely on other countries too much for very important things. Right. And like you said, Intel's already done. The, the building in uh, in Ohio is already constructed. Now they're just fitting out the inside and should be open by like next spring. Right. And that big Intel process is like 4,000 employees, and this which is, gonna... is crazy to me because that's more than – that's double what's down in Phoenix. That, that brings the majority of the uh, Intel's chip manufacturing to the United States. And how is this going to work when – Supposedly, we've got almost, by statistically, full employment, sort of. You know, it's a tight labor market right now. We have people that, people did die a lot more than regular, you know, right. last, last couple of years. And there are those that say, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. You know, I get it. People are retiring early. Mm-hmm. I know people that have done this. And if I know a handful of people that have done this that would not have done it otherwise, a lot of people probably have left the medical field. Oh, yeah. Know, they say, screw that. Well, or they, well, see, that's the thing. And we, we kind of talked about this a while back, but the, the whole, like, like quiet quitting is what they're calling it now. I right. just I just always called it. I'm only going to do the jobs that you pay me for. Right, the bare minimum. Not even no. It wasn't even the bare minimum. It was it was well. I guess it would be quote unquote bare minimum. Mm-hmm. But even that term is is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Is saying the bare minimum. It's it's you pay me to do this set of functions. Mm-hmm. Other duties as assigned, you better pay me more. And that's what people are demanding, and they didn't for the longest time. Right. And slowly over time, I had more and more duties thrown on me when I worked at the hospital, and I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. 
Right. My job description says this. Right. You pay me for this, and now you want me to do this plus 15 other things? I don't think so. And I was the, I was the squeaky wheel. I never got any grease. It was usually vinegar sprayed in my eyes. Well, and the whole time you and were there. And there were dicks about it. The whole time you were there, the, the, uh, the hierarchies and things changed at the hospital where there were oh, yeah. fewer people in the trenches and more true. We can talk about this, more middle was, and upper management. Yeah. Salaries, and that's where the money was getting pushed. And so one way to do that is to get people like you to do more tasks. To do, to do more tasks. And not give you any, any, money. any raise. Exactly. And I just stopped doing it. Yeah. And and I'm not going to say I led the charge, but I definitely talked to other people and told them, like, hey, you know, it's funny. If you tell them no, they kind of can't do anything about it. Right, because it's not it's your gonna, job. Yeah, and yeah. then they, they let's say they threaten to not give you a raise the next year. Put Show me on paper why I'm not getting a raise. Mm-hmm. These are my job functions. I, I do them all. I do this. Da, da, da. Well, you never pick up overtime. That's not part of my job description. That's why you pay me more money for it. Right. Like that's that was literally something one of my like my former boss, not the one that you've met. You just had a, she's fucking stellar. She would never have said something like that. But my last review before I left the hospital, she's like, well, you know, we're not really due for this. And da I'm like, what? I do my job perfectly. In fact, I do my job better than most people. Right. Like I'm I so much so that you want me to train every fucking living soul on uh, that comes through those doors. So which should be worth me, right there, worth a buck or two more an which hour. Which it used to be a dollar more an hour, yeah. or no, you got time and a half while you're training. They got rid okay. of that eight nine years ago. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So this whole quiet quitting thing is just basically doing your job, and then you have uh, a corporate culture above those workers that's like, well, let's paint these people as being lazy. I'm sorry, but there's not an entire generation of people that's lazy. Mm-hmm. It's not lazy. Mm-hmm. It's fuck you pay me what i'm worth and and then when they find some place that will they just leave right and then and then the these people with this toxic corporate culture is like i don't know why we can't find anybody to work for us bunch of lazy people and then the media and i I blame both sides all sides of the media for putting this shit out there that it's quote nobody wants to work anymore no no one wants to work for you because you suck we will find some place where we are valued. Our talents are valued and will be paid accordingly. And so step it the fuck up and and do and figure it out. And then there are a lot of jobs or businesses or companies out there that really do like I don't know, how far do you want to go with this? Because is my business really necessary? No. I mean, is a brewery really necessary? No. no. But but there are some to me that clearly fall in that category of like how many fucking fast food restaurants are needed in this town? Now I'm not. Gonna, However many the market will support. Exactly, but but it's a thing that could really kind of go away, and be, you know how many 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 years ago we didn't have any, right? People just cooked for themselves. Yeah. Or the neighbors helped them too if they couldn't do it or whatever. That's how it was. But but now we and this is burning more energy. People get into their cars. They're leaving their engines running. They're waiting in line to place their order and pick up their meat. You know, yeah. Yeah. This, this is all. Back to the other topic. It's all contributing to burning fuel and throwing the shit in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, and it. I mean, I know things are getting better because I've, I, I've. Uh, the first time I went to Los Angeles, it was probably two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time. Two thousand two. Yeah, probably was the first time I went to L.A. And I, I didn't even go into L.A. I went, we, I went to a concert in Riverside. And if you've ever driven on, you know, 15 coming into the, you know, like San Bernardino, like through oh, Cajon yeah. Pass. Yeah. I'd never seen smog like that before. I'd been to Mexico City and I'd seen smog. I'm older than you. I remember when I was a kid, my grandparents lived in yeah, Santa, right, Monica, Santa Monica. Yeah. And flying into LAX. And you drop below the smog when you land. Like, like holy shit. Yeah. And it was brown. 
Like yeah. as soon as we got through the pass, clear fucking skies in Victorville. Mm-hmm. Then you go up through Victorville. Yeah, Victorville. And then you start heading up into the pass. And as soon as you hit crest and start heading down, you know, down the, the, the through those with San Gabriel's, I think it's mountains or whatever. Uh, it's just brown, a brown fucking cloud. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away. I'd never seen that before. And that was 20 years ago. Right. The last time I was I went through there was three years ago Two or yeah, three years ago with uh, with Mike. We went we're going to San Diego. And I was like, holy shit, it's nice and clear. He goes. Yeah, why wouldn't it be clear? I'm like, honestly, every time I've come through here, but it's been it, at that point, it'd probably been seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know this, but uh, L.A. County clamped down on emissions, and they started taxing the shit out of people that had, or not tax. It's not a tax. It's just like a, uh, it's like a fee, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a gas guzzler fee. But it's like, it's old. Uh, you know, vehicles that are older than this amount that pass emissions, but they pass emissions based on say 1990 protocol so they right it's weeding those cars out well and now what's going to happen you know they've it's not that many years from now where california is not going to allow you to sell right. or you can't buy a brand new you can buy an older one you know yeah, uh, brand new uh, internal combustion, internal combustion engine. engine and people are just screaming about that non-commercial right non-commercial still do trucks they, they, they know that but they're always going to be pushing the limit and people say well the, and they, new york they, state they, just adopted that as well right uh 2035 or something like that there you go yeah to make a new car takes energy and it causes pollution that's true but those can be a lot more controlled at power plants even though they're using some dirty fuel they they can control those emissions more than zillions of cars that are polluting, and more and more is becoming um invi- you know uh, uh renewable resource energy yeah, I mean, it, well, it, it is happening, but it well, cost energy to make these windmills. I get it. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. But then they don't pollute after that. Right. Until it's time to blend them up and because right. you can't really recycle recycle carbon fiber yet. No, you can't. And that's what let's leave me to another where we're backing up now a little bit. We're talking about plastics being produced and now they exist and now they're in part of our environment. Yeah, you're gonna have like all these plastic toy airplanes out here eventually are gonna die and they're gonna have to get thrown away. You know, somewhere, and same with windmill blades, mm-hmm. big monster fucking blades. And you've seen pictures of those where they're all stacked up and they're burying them. I don't know if that's really a serious problem. It depends on if it's going. I, I don't know how they, what's underneath them, if they're containing this stuff. How long does it take to break down? Maybe you don't want, you don't, you don't want to break down and, and be harmless. Right. Or you don't want to ever break down. Correct. Really. Yeah, one or the other. One of the two. Yeah. You don't want to break down and kind of be kind of semi-nasty and eventually break down a farm to where it leaches somehow into the water table. I don't know, but I would rather have a, like if you had a barrel of oil to make that plastic airplane, that to me is, to me, and that could be wrong, that airplane existing there, of course the engine's, now it's got an engine, it burns fuel. Anyway, is less polluting than if that oil were used to go in cars and combust and be in the atmosphere. So in my mind, at least. That, well, on the short-term timeline. Right. The long-term timeline, they probably pollute know. the exact same amount. Right. Except, uh, well, no, I take that back. No, it's probably because it, it will go directly into the atmosphere. But it's also, that goes directly in the atmosphere, which gets rained down, that goes down the ground, which is exactly what will happen once that plane deteriorates. Right. Again, but it's a but lot, much longer term. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, too, and, and the argument uh, I've heard multiple times of, do you know how much it pollutes to make an electric car? It's the same. That I'm like, yeah, but once it's made, it doesn't pollute anymore. Right. Really, until it dies. Right. Or catches fire. And then you have to understand, too, about all the, how much money and effort and treasure and human life have we spent over the last how many decades 
protecting, quote unquote, our oil in the Middle East. Right. You know, why are we over there? It's really there's a lot of assets over there in the form of oil that we've had through the Straits of Hormuz and aircraft carriers and the Red Sea and all whatever going in and out of the Persian Gulf, all that shit. Um, to protect, quote, our oil, our interests over there. Right, you know, and so there's that stable. And now yeah. you've got a transport. Now you've got this big, huge oil tanker full of fucking oil or go to the deep water horizon in the Gulf of Mexico. How many days with that motherfucker with a hole this big blasting oil out Yeah, for, I think, over 100 days? Something like that. 150 days or something. So there's that. So now, now you've got to transport it. Now you've got to go to it. Now you have the big refinery. Now the big refinery is not clean and now it's refining all this all this fucking uh, oil that they're having a handle and they're making different, different, and burning different the, products and burning the methane and burning, all that. burning yeah. the methane off and then there, there's some that go to make plastics obviously some there's 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 liquid gas or natural gas there's different things kerosene that we all use products all the time for but it, it's there and then you got to transport it from there on trucks or train into some other place that just has a dis- distribution center then it gets transported in big Pipes, and then it goes. Now, now it's on a truck. Now a truck is burning fuel to get to the gas stations to deliver it. Yeah, which can spill, and people spill some of their gas when they're at the gas station. I mean, there's this huge system for fuel f- for the automobile industry and small planes, like and jets. Aircraft. So, if you just eliminated one stream of that, which is providing, say, gasoline for internal combustion engines. Mm-hmm. If you just eliminated that stream... Over the road, you can't do jets right now. You just can't... The way it doesn't yeah, work... Yeah, it just doesn't... It's just not... It doesn't pan out yet. You know, at some point, it probably will, if we make it... Well, bat- yeah, if we make it that far, so battery technology gets better. Yeah. But then that's the other thing, too, is people... You know how much lithium uh, mines pollute? Yeah, a lot. And we're now to the point now where we kind of don't need many more. Right. Because there's way- other ways to extract it that are less... Like, the, and there the are big one is a fucking salt and sea, which I I think is one of the most brilliant I ideas. I hope this really works out. I hope because they're gonna work out. they're gonna like because the salt and sea is a fucking terrible, terrible, terrible environmental disaster. Right, it's like fifty miles surround surrounding that whole just salt and sea are terribleness. Awful. You can't grow anything there. There's people getting sick and dying, and right. the soil's fucked up. And they're gonna pump it dry and mine the lithium. Which I hope that actually incredible. I hear that really is going to happen. I know it's that, al- no, it's already happening. I know there's they're a test. Already, they're doing tests with how they have, much they're. They have three. You know. They have three test. Uh, uh, three test derricks, I guess, or drills, or whatever the mm-hmm. hell they call it, and they're pulling it out and extracting it as we speak. It's just not mass production yet, right? Which is incredible. So because they said there's because of that being a, you know, Salton Sea was. We've talked about this before on here ad nauseum. It, it was, it was, it was a uh, an annual. It was a. a Perennial? Is that what it's called? A perennial flooding event? Yeah, it would flood every year, and then it would yeah. evaporate every year, and and it, it and it coincided with a spot for uh, migrating birds to to stop off, and then a dam broke. Like I don't know, like in 1895, 1900, somewhere around there, a dam broke on the Colorado River, and then flooded it, and it just stayed like that. But it it was great until like the er, like early 70s, right? And then it's they realized, oh, there's no outlet. So it's becoming incredibly saline. Oh God! Now it's alkali. Oh God! Now we're having mass fish die-offs. But now there's now there's mercury shit piles of lithium but, also. But because yeah. of that flooding event, all that lithium and all those heavy metals all washed into the bottom of that thing. It's just sitting there. Yep. So it's like the the so world's, it's already a fucked up area. Well, so yeah, in the world. It's, yeah, and they're going to do nothing but restore it and make it better by pulling a bunch of shit out of the bottom of it, which is mm-hmm. fucking bonkers. That's American fucking ingenuity right there, and I love that. Right, and so. 
and I, like, I've, I've got my truck here, and like if I want to drive into town or doing, you know, I, it's like I don't, it's comfortable, but kind of wish I had like a little CRX that got 50 miles of the gallon. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to cart my ass around you in know, that, you, in that I, fucking truck. Do you want me to loan you some money to buy one? Because they're not that expensive. Okay, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Like, I wonder what the, or like, you know what I used to like was the, what was the, uh, I thought it was kind of a cute car, which my friends really laughed my ass off when it first came out, was the Toyota Yaris. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool looking. It was a kind of a cute, not a bad looking they're, car. They're comfortable. They're a little zippy. Yeah. Yeah. Or one of the, uh, what are those uh, kind of a cube looking things? You know, there's a couple different vehicles. That uh, are... There's the Nissan, or the, the Scion XB, which is a little toaster looking thing. Right. And there's another thing that's uh, kind of like that. I think it was called a Nissan Cube. Actually, actually. called a Cube. Yeah. Because yeah. it had it had cool styling. Like it was asymmetrical and it had yeah. more organic styling to it. Yeah. And those get like, at least twice, the, at least twice the mileage. Absolutely. That, that, that piece of shit. Never mind. That's why I can't wait to get this new vehicle I'm looking at because it's got it's twice the horsepower, twice the torque, and gets like 24 on the highway. Right, and I'm like, that sounds good to me. And like, it's an SUV, so I can haul more shit in it instead of just throwing shit behind the seats of my truck. Right now, I like to have someone say, "Okay, Paul, if you just did this one change, you know, you've got these high efficiency lights and that TV, it doesn't burn hardly anything." And that's a really – it is. Everything I have in here right now that you see that's on or whatever is – and that's a super high-efficiency air conditioner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. Um, everything in here is burned. You know, my, my power bills have gone down. I mean, they really have. I can't believe how low my power bill has been. In fact, every year or every month that I get a, a, an electric bill, I take a screenshot of it and send it to Porsche because it makes her mad because hers is over $200 every month. So why is yours cheap now? Well, because oh. I'm, I'm the only one who lives there. That's okay. part of it. But I have an 18-seer unit on oh, a, I forgot. a house. I forgot how new that air conditioner it's was. It's brand new. It's like four years old or something like that, three, four years old. Okay. So there's that. Um, everything in my house is either uh, fluorescent. There's like th- Or LED. Th- everything is LED except for the two fluorescent bulbs above the sink. Mm-hmm. And I like them because they're amber colored. Okay. Right. Those everything else is LED. Probably the oldest, least efficient thing, even though it's not that terrible, is that TV that I <laughs> gave. Probably, me. but it's a nice TV. But it's again, it was right on the cusp of when they really started getting efficient. It's not that inefficient. No, but no, like well, that TV is a lot more efficient. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, I mean, everybody needs to do a little bit. But some people do a lot, and some people do nothing, and then some yeah. people do. Some people roll coal. Some people just don't give a shit. Yeah, some people roll coal. <laughs> Some people, you know, dump used motor oil down storm drains, which is apparently still a thing. Oh, my God. I used to do not that, but I remember when I was a kid, and, and this is this was a normal thing you would do. We have we had woods behind the house, and that's where I would dump my used motor oil. Right. I mean, and I never felt bad about it. Now, I... Dad didn't tell me anything wrong about it, and, oh, you need, need to kill those that grass or those bushes. Yeah. Just dump it on that. Okay. Holy fuck. That was just normal. Yeah. Now... Out here, where our water table is several hundred feet down, well, at I least. would say at least I would say you almost could be safe dumping used motor oil out in the desert. And I hate saying that, but the reason I say that is once the rain starts to permeate over a decade or two, mm-hmm. and it takes you know fifty, sixty years for that oil to get down in anywhere near the water table, it will already have been dissipated throughout. I would like to know if it's dissipated enough, or it's, bro- I'm not or it's broken sh- down enough. Right, and I'm not saying that you should do that. Right. Um, well, but I can tell you right now, the mattresses out there aren't aren't dissipated. Oh God, 
and the washing machine. You know, I haven't seen a Mac Nelson mattress post in a long time. He needs to or get on that. He needs. He doesn't. I might have to give him a text later on tonight and let him know. Hey, step up your game, Nelson. We talked about this. Yeah, it is funny how mattresses get dumped out in the desert. That's like a weird. It's not funny at all. In I, any yeah, way, I know shape it's or not. Form. Not funny. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. It's uh It's like. It's like, is this like a ritual? It's almost like, that's what it looks like, you know? It's yeah, almost like, like... I've never seen anybody driving out into the middle of nowhere with mattresses in, like, in the bed of their vehicle. It's got to be happening like 2 or 3 in the morning with no lights on and stuff. Like, if we, if we could afford it, it'd be, like ni- I, it'd be nice to be able to have, to have some kind of survey, like drones, yeah. magic drones that can, can just hover in the middle of the night under complete darkness. And then, and then follow... God, wouldn't it be cool, though, to have that kind of a cool thing? Like, in other words, it would be charged enough... Because no one's going to do it during the day, right? Right. So it's sitting there charging up with a lot of juice, or it can be tethered maybe with a very light cord that's, that's tethered in certain off certain roads, and it's it, like the desert opens up, and these things come out at night and just kind of hover there very efficiently, and then take in the, in, with no lights on them and take really good security camera footage. Yeah, like like infrared. Right. Like if it, and they know a car like 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 they seek that there's an engine running, but there's no lights, so now it's going to lock on that vehicle. And then it's going to pass that information if it's too far away to get another tethered vehicle that's got charged batteries from me. Wouldn't it be really cool to be able to fucking that do kind that? of law enforcement? Yeah, God, that would I be like great. that. People Especially hate... people that dump shit out in the desert because there's people would hate that though. Around you're... Here, right? Oh, you're surveying us. You're the the long arm of the government is watching over us. That may be true, but also you're a piece of shit for dumping mattresses out in the desert. So fuck right. you. And there are people, there are groups in Golden Valley. Good for them that pick up. Have you seen this before? I have seen that. I think it's great. Yeah, I they, think they it's pick fantastic. up a lot of shit. Yeah. Anyway, so there's, I don't know. That's the end of the story. That's all I got on the environment. I was going to say is, yeah, I want to know what my, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to go do a deep dive and see what, you know, what the maximum carbon outflow from existing can be to maintain where we are. Now, I don't know how true this is because I've never looked up the data, but I've heard it's been repeated a lot, which doesn't make it true. But the single easiest way and uh, to make a huge impact on your carbon footprint is to stop eating meat. That's why you want me to stop eating red meat. No that meat, my heart. just period meat. No, oh any meat, any meat. I agree with that. Here's well, no, here's because how just because people, of the, the, people are gonna hate what I say because you know where I'm gonna go. Here's the single best way that you can stop fucking up the environment with a carbon footprint. Just. Die, so not die, yeah, <laughs> or not have any others. Oh, not and yeah, not produce any more. And I love all the kids that I know. I really do. No, I do too. I most of the time. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I well, half the time. <laughs> okay, twenty percent of the time. That kid is only half mine, so I only love her half the way. Right. No, that I uh, kidding, Portia. I pretty much. So, but Porsche's one. That doesn't. I've had none. Yeah. You've, you've no. Had a, one. No. Absolutely. No. But also that. I understand both sides of that argument. You know, uh, I don't understand how anybody can tolerate having more than one kid. Just in general. Just in general. Yeah. However, I get it, man. People are built differently, obviously. So, some people that having been said, people are really into it. Like, it really suits them. It suits them that they want a big family, and I more power to them, especially the ones that can support the family. And I and I'm, I'm, you know, kudos to them. But and I'm sure these people probably probably aren't the same people that are thinking about but, carbon footprints but those are also the people that's okay but and that's fine too those yeah. are also the people that will keep the human race going <laughs> that's true too honestly but and, do we have a the, problem with that though right now uh, it depends on who you talk to yeah you know, i know elon musk it, claims it's a problem this country it's that's a, why he's pooping out 
kids I, all the time. I think he's up to 18 kids. Probably, I think so. I don't know. The, yeah. the last one I heard he had with a, a stripper who's also a DJ, I guess, or a DJ who's also a stripper. I oh, don't I know. think that's right, Maybe isn't it? Maybe it's a stripper named DJ. I don't know. I think... He, that's what happens when you get a like a geeky guy who never was was always you know. And now he's got awkward. tons of money and added eight inches to his dick. Right. I get it. He's awkward as fuck for most of his life. Still <laughs> now he's not awkward now at all, is he? he oh, I'm <laughs> sure he's he's, like, <laughs> he's not awkward. Really, I, I really would like you just to uh, take your uh, uh, pants off. Thank you. I'm sure he's very awkward in the bedroom, or maybe he just shuts the door and he's like. It's fucking go time, baby. And he's right. just like, just smooth as butter. I don't know. I kind of don't want to know. Haven't heard much about Mr. Musk with his Twitter takeover. Like, it's been kind of quiet. You it's know? been They're, a little, little, twi- I, little quiet. Do, do, do you think someone, and we got to go here, but you think someone has gotten a hold of him somehow and they've said, you just got to knock this shit off. You yeah. Grab him by the ears and get shut the yeah, fuck you, up. <laughs> you're going to go to court probably and battle Twitter out. That's going to still go on, but just. Right. You got bigger fucking problems right now with your yeah. Tesla production and solving the world from dying, and you know going to you know, just just pretend you're not gonna do all this nonsense. And maybe someone said, "Really, you having another kid with a stripper?" Yay! Another stripper, another kid, or another, maybe someone said that, and he's maybe it just seems like you haven't heard him much in the news lately. Yeah, it just seems like there's been a shift. Something has changed. That's all I'm going to say about that. Maybe you got a vasectomy. Well, yeah, but of the mouth and the all the, th- <laughs> the, the thumbs. I'm sure he uses his thumbs when he's when he's. Uh... By the way, watching uh, newsroom. Do you miss the BlackBerry? No, ever... not even a little I bit. Have, I have, fri- those I have friends that hated the iPhone and said, "I missed the the haptic feel of the buttons." Paul, you have friends that hate the fact that plastic airplanes exist. So, like, That's let's talk true. about old farts that are stuck in the past. And I'm getting kind of older, but I kind of like my smooth plastic airplanes. Yeah, I know you, but that's because you're different than some of your ilk. That's true, ilk, ilk. And that's it. Are we All done? right, that's it. Are we done? All right, folks, oh, have a, have a great week. Go to Cellar Door and see uh, Leonard on Friday. After you go to, or before, or after you go to uh, Oktoberfest, 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 Met- Saturday, Metcalf Park on Beale Street, downtown Kingman. Is that it? That's all that's going on. Ten, three p.m. to ten p.m. on Friday and Saturday, ten a.m. to ten p.m. And Leonard is, I think, seven probably starts on at Friday. seven p.m. Saturday. First, first Friday. It's first Friday. It's first Friday. Enjoy downtown this weekend. Please drink some beer. Have a good time.